Welcome to the Faith and Belief Forum podcast. We work towards a society with strong interfaith relations where difference is celebrated. Join us as we delve into questions of faith, belief, identity and more with fascinating guests from diverse communities and organisations across society. This episode was recorded about a month ago at the end of April. And in this podcast, Daisy King from our West Midlands team talks to three young people about how their faiths, beliefs and values have helped them through lockdown. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Daisy and I'm currently recording this podcast from my makeshift office lockdown style. I work for the Faith and Belief Forum as a programs officer in the West Mids and I'm interested to get young people together to learn more about how COVID's affecting their faiths, their communities and how they're staying connected to each other. The Faith and Belief Forum creates spaces in schools and universities as well as the wider community where people get together to explore questions around their faiths and identities and have an opportunity to meet different people. So for us, social distancing and working remotely has meant creating these kinds of spaces digitally and today meeting virtually over Zoom to have these kind of discussions. Uh, We're joined by Ash, Heather, Maria. Hi everyone, thanks for joining me today. When we bring people together with a Faith and Belief Forum, we like to break the ice and start with an activity or a question to get people chatting. So I'll be asking you guys to introduce yourselves, including your faith and belief, your profession, and it would be great to hear about an object that's been valuable to you during lockdown. Uh, I'm happy to go first. So I was thinking about this and um, something that's been quite important to me uh, recently has been my colouring book. Uh, It's always the first thing to be neglected when life gets a bit manic, uh, but I enjoy taking that time out to colour when I can. So it gives me a bit of an excuse to enjoy the weather and the garden and listen to podcasts. And I guess also gives me some time out and a bit of time to escape. At the moment, I've got a cat colouring book. So I'm kind of recreating portraits of my cats from home and hoping to kind of make them into cards for my family. So that's me. Ash, did you want to start by introducing yourself and sharing an object you found valuable? Sure. Thank you, Daisy. This is really exciting. As Daisy mentioned, my name is Ash and I currently live in Cheltenham. I work as an engineer here. Well, now I'm working from home most of the time. And I think during this lockdown, I had a bit of a think about this question. And there are two things that I hold really closely. One of them is, unsurprisingly, my phone. Because I feel like I've been using my phone a lot more now, but less so on social media and more speaking to people especially friends and family who are very far away from me. It's the one way that I can connect with them. And also to speak to, I think, my grandparents. I haven't spoken to them like in a long time. And with everything that's going on, we've been more in touch. So my phone's been really important. But I think another thing is um, candles. They make me really happy. And they're a way that I connect to my faith. They're very important in my culture and my faith. They use in prayer, they use in meditation. So I've been lighting them a lot more, meditating a lot more. And makes me feel much calmer and better about everything that's going on. Wow, thank you. I also agree on the candles. I've been burning through a lot of candles recently. Oh, yeah. Nice. Thank you very much. Heather, did you want to introduce yourself? Hello, like you said, my name's Heather. I live in Birmingham and my day-to-day job is a children's and family social worker. 
um, based around this area and I am a Christian that's my faith so I also go to church in Birmingham I go to um, Gas Street Church in the centre of town and the object that has got me through lockdown very similarly to Ash um, I don't know where we'd all be without our phones to be honest internet wi-fi amazing the other thing not really an object but loving my little garden that it's been such beaut weather and the fact I've been able to be outside in you know within the rules I so so appreciate and um, suddenly decided to turn all green fingered growing sunflowers um, and that is so exciting like every day checking my little sunflower progression is the highlight of the day when it's a boring one uh, thank you Heather yeah sunflowers love them they're so nice they seem to like bring joy like a bit of sparkle to your garden and, and Maria did you want to introduce yourself yeah so my name's Maria I'm also from Birmingham well I'm not from Birmingham I live in Birmingham I'm from Nottingham and I currently work for Aston University but I'm based in a school so um, we do careers advice and mentoring um, for young people from different backgrounds, raising their aspirations, um, which is obviously really important for loads of those young people now since their exams have been cancelled. It's thrown a lot of them sort of into the unknown a little bit. Um, so it's really important to me that we've got sort of like a really interesting and important role that we can sort of help people with at the moment. Um, so that's a little bit about me. Thinking about, I've got two very polar opposite objects actually, which have been sort of getting me through lockdown. One of them is my yoga mat which makes me sound very zen and like I'm some sort of pro um, and it's quite the opposite. I've never really been into yoga, but my friend decided to set up a little group of us where every day at 12.30, literally weekends, weekdays, all the time, 12.30, we do a, a half an hour, 40 minute yoga session. Um, so we're doing like 30 days of yoga. We've already done 30 days now on our second set of 30 days. And it's just astounded me how much it's sort of like made, it's a real highlight of my day. It gives me loads of structure when a lot of the time I just sat on my desk, not really moving around. Um, so that's really, really helped me. Um, which brings me to, to my other, maybe a little bit counterintuitive after I've just said that item, which is um, I feel very distraught. So at the age of 25, I had to buy a back support for my chair because I literally have been absolutely crippled sat in my chair. Um, because I'm a student and obviously I'm working as well, find myself sitting on my desk all the time. And one day I just stood up and my back went and I thought, oh my gosh, it's got to that time. So yeah, lockdown has meant I've brought on back problems years and years earlier than, than I should have had them, which is a real shame. <laughs> so that's my objects. Thank you, Maria. I love that. I love that. I love that yoga. I wonder if yoga, is it making it feel any better or not necessarily? How are you finding that? So at first I thought I was doing a lot of the yoga moves wrong. I thought I'd done like 30 of like the wrong yoga moves, but then I realised actually it's probably because I'm sat at a chair for about 10 hours a day not moving other than yoga. Um, so a little bit of rebalancing and to be honest, the back support is actually quite good. I thoroughly recommend it if anybody's struggling. <laughs> Thank you. First recommendation for lockdown. Love it. I've noted that. I've noted it. Okay, cool. Thanks guys. Thanks for sharing your items and welcome. So as we've started to explore, um, I'm kind of interested over the next kind of 15, 20 minutes to learn a little bit more about your experience in lockdown and the impact COVID's having on you guys. So firstly, and I've gone a bit broader this one, but um, could you guys share how COVID's affecting your faith communities or the wider communities that, are, that you're normally part of? Um, Heather, did you want to go first? I guess like the rest of 
community and everything life at the minute um it's all gone really virtual um which is a learning curve for everybody to be honest so um so normally on a sunday morning i'd attend church uh, my church normally does like three services on a sunday and that's all gone virtual now so um my church now has like a couple of virtual services a morning and an evening and so i'm normally going to um like a morning service and it's really strange because i'm so used to being around lots of people um just partly for a social aspect but also just i think it's a reminder of the power in the sense of getting everybody together to worship together and be with one another and so that's really weird and um, so instead i'm doing it in my living room i don't live alone so i live with my husband and at the moment we have a friend lodging with us so there's three of us that all get together on a sunday morning and do church which is it's great that we're able to do that but it is really different and it's a reminder of how much i love like sung worship with a big room of people like there's something really powerful in that so definitely missing that kind of feel but in a way it's also amplified community i think as well like we have my husband and i run a, a weekly kind of bible study small group um on a like a thursday evening and we get together there's a group of about 14 of us and normally we gather at our house and we'll normally like chat over tea coffee and normally we'll study a book in the bible or we might study a book a christian book or we might study we've recently done a course on prayer all of that kind of thing that we normally explore and we pray together and we normally like worship and sing together but we haven't obviously been able to do that so instead it's all on zoom um so we meet on zoom and are just improvising really and trying to work out what works best but to be honest it's so lovely to be able to just still continue praying for each other you know we're able to pray for people who are finding things really hard or just generally like pray for everything that's going on and we can do that wherever we are we don't need to all be in the same room and i think it's a good reminder of that and it's a good reminder that we can still um practice our faith even outside of the realms of what is like normality or religious practices that actually our faith extends beyond beyond that to what ultimately um we would say is a, like a relationship with with god that's wicked thank you yeah and that sense of thinking of just forcing people to think of community in a different way in ways that does not mean meeting up physically and i like that i think improvisation has been like the key theme to everyone's lives in like transitioning to being at home um so yeah, thank you so much for that heather um ash what about you yeah so much like heather mentioned everything has been transformed into like virtual events you know whether it's youtube lives zoom meetings discord meetings um so i'm a hindu and i was raised in a hindu household so normally we'd go to the temple and we'd pray there and i've never actually encountered like praying virtually we do have like events that are streamed virtually but prayer not so much and it's really been interesting to see that i guess shift from having it in person and being with a huge community of people to having it online but it's worked out pretty well so far and um, most of the prayer meetings that we have we do chanting we have this thing called the rudram chanting which usually lasts for 40 minutes and everyone gets together you're in one place and we chant at the same pace and we do that every single thursday 
So to have that move to like an online space where you're not actually hearing the background noise of other people chanting at the same time, that's been a little bit odd to get used to. But um, it's still going strong. And I think um, it's very commendable how, you know, the temples, they've got their IT sorted and it's a size center. So that's the main center that um, organizes all of these things. And they've had so many events online that I think it's almost made me, it's brought me closer to my faith. And um, I, you know, attend the Zoom calls and attend the meetings. And you're actually spending that time um, with other people virtually minus the commute time that it normally takes. And it's also that element of like motivation to get out of the house and get to the temple. That whole element is taken off because you can just, you know, with a click of a button, you're connected to people of your faith who are talking about your faith, who are practicing it in their own different ways. So for me, it's been, it's been really comforting and it's been very uplifting actually. Thank you. I love that. I really like the positivity in that because I think it was quite easy to see lockdown as a barrier to kind of like getting together in communities, but it's really great to think of it in a different way and focus on the opportunities it brings. And like, it does bring people together closely just in ways that we hadn't really thought about before. So I'm, I'm glad, I'm really glad that um, the transition has been good for you. Thanks, Ash. Uh, Maria? Yeah, so um, mine's a little bit different really. Um, because I'm agnostic, or I don't really identify as a religious, in a religious faith community it's interesting because I know a lot of these these sense of communities are sort of replicated online and stuff but then when it comes to if you don't sort of have that faith community where you've got somebody able to put that online it's sort of I guess it's a little bit lonely because it's sort of up to you to, to to make those connections in a way um so I found that even though a lot of my friends who normally live in Birmingham have sort of gone to different places to isolate. Maybe they've sort of gone back home or they've gone to sort of family relatives elsewhere. Even though I wouldn't be able to see them anyway, I feel more disconnected by them because they're further away than if they are here normally. So there isn't any anything that I particularly do that's sort of like a traditional things, but even just like sort of being able to say, if you're having a bad day, like, oh, do you want to go for like a drink or should we go out for some food? Just not been able to do that and actually having to stay within the four walls that you've been in for the whole day it's actually quite difficult uh, to begin with I thought I was okay and to be honest with you to begin with I was thinking about going and isolating my family back in Nottingham simply because um, I just thought I could maybe save a little bit of money <laughs> and also to go and see them and then I'd have like a 30 second um 30 minute Skype call with them and we'd wind each other up and we'd be like oh this would never have worked <laughs> But I think sort of a couple of weeks down now, I, I do think we're all, we're all missing each other quite a lot, especially um, my family being all over the place. We would sort of we would sort of meet quite regularly or like one of us would be going home and stuff like that. So I think we are really I think now as it's been sort of like, what, six weeks in, maybe a month in, um, we are really starting to struggle a little bit in that sense. But um, my parents are both um, Catholic. And a funny story that I think is worth sharing is that um normally they go to separate churches my dad goes to the church that he grew up in and my mum goes to one that she's really active in just down the road um so they go to separate masses so I thought okay well what will happen is as soon as this lockdown starts they'll stream masses together but what they actually do is they go and sit in different rooms and my dad streams the one in the Vatican and my mum streams the one down at the local church so even even during lockdown they still can't attend a church service together which I think is really funny thank you I love it I love that though you've got to stay I think mean, this is a time more than other that like 
you have to do you like if you don't want to try something new and you find comfort in in people you recognize I feel like it's even more ingrained to be like this is my tradition I'm really looking forward to seeing these people so oh that's wicked thank you yeah thanks for sharing that and I guess this next kind of question is maybe a bit personal to you but in terms of like lockdown and social distancing how do you think your um, beliefs or your values have impacted the way that you've responded to everything going on? Have you got any kind of tips or anything you realised or surprised yourself about um, that have helped you over the last couple of weeks? Uh, Heather, did you want to go first? I guess in terms of how my faith has impacted and where the view the situation, I think that's been massive, actually. I think it has... I think there's something in being able to see beyond like worldly like the world and the world circumstances and I think there's something in I feel in being able to look to something greater and use faith and God to do that and I think I know that things like Google searches for prayer has skyrocketed during lockdown and it's so interesting because I think there's an element of when everything we think on earth is is un- that we thought was really stable is suddenly so much less stable and um, there's so much uncertainty for everybody and I'm not pretending that I have any more certainty in all that kind of stuff than anyone else but I think it means it draws me to a certainty in my faith and that there is more than that and I think that has really impacted the way I view it and I think at times when I have felt really anxious Um, about the world and what it will look like and what this all means that actually I can go back to the fact that actually I believe that there's a God that's in control of that it doesn't always remove the anxiety but it can also really bring a sense of peace at times and and I think in terms of my own practices with that like I think it's forced me to spend a lot more time on my own which I think is really healthy and good for my faith a lot more time in quiet and in prayer because there is a lot more quiet just generally um and as well in my in my home so I like I live with my husband and we've got a friend with us and we all work from home in our own little spots in the kitchen like you know um all have our little chairs that we sit in every day probably also needing back support maria definitely not made for all day seating and before we start each day we read like um a bit of scripture like we might read a bit of bible or we might read um a small prayer and often we'll pray together so that will be our daily ritual if you like before we start work and um that's really helpful just really grounds us all i think and it's such a good reminder um, when news headlines are like bombarding you in the mornings with everything, the latest death tolls, and that can be really scary. And so I think we just enjoy just drawing back to that and find that really helpful. Thank you, Heather. Thanks for opening up. I feel like that's like really insightful, actually. And I think a lot of people listening will have their own like faith or belief um, or values that they can really draw from that are similar with the kind of themes that you talked about. So thank you for that. Ash, how about you? How have um, your beliefs or values impacted the way that you've kind of dealt with everything that's going on? I think for me, um, as it is with a lot of people, there's so much more time now to think about things, to be really introspective and reflect on everything that's going on. And because of this time to introspect, I've thought about, I thought a lot about my faith 
about my values, about my culture, about a lot of, I guess, like internalized traits that I've picked up from like friends and family. And it's been, you know, truly like a period of reflection for me. And there was this huge, so before the lockdown, I was struggling a little bit with my faith. I wasn't very consistent with, you know, some of the things that I would do and some of the habits that I would normally pursue and follow. But after the lockdown, it's sort of, with all this time to reflect and really think about things, it's made me realize how um, important God is and how important my faith is and the role that my religion and my faith and God has played in my life. And in a sense, it's really brought me closer to who I am as a person. So I'm really enjoying like this quiet moment and quiet time. And I think it's been the biggest tool to surviving during this lockdown because I live alone. Um, My friends and family are, you know, miles away from me. My family is in Kenya. um, So not really, not really close, not local. So it's been really interesting for me to just sit down, take that time and use that time to just reflect and reassure myself that it's all going to be okay. And my faith has played a huge part in that. And also having like these online sessions where, you know, everything that's normally happening in the temple is streamed online has been helpful because there was this routine almost that like every day, you know, you'd stream it and you'd look at the prayers. But then normally um, I wouldn't be going to the temple every day and I wouldn't be, you know, praying every day. So in a sense, it's, it's really helped me deal with the situation in, in a better way and in a healthy way just for me to process these emotions. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I think you're right. And I imagine you've gone through a lot of candles worth of kind of thinking and reflecting, <laughs> which is great. Thanks for that, Ash. Maria, what about you? Yeah, so it's, I guess lockdown's come at a, quite an interesting time for me. To be honest, I was, so I'm, I'm finishing the last year of my master's at the moment, um, sort of coming into sort of the hectic period and um, having to forcibly stay in my house and do it has brought some advantages to it, I will have to uh, have to admit. So in that sense, I think um, I've been kept very busy and sometimes I think it's almost too busy. I, you sort of see people, I definitely have overused social media a lot as well, so that's definitely played into sort of my responses and what I thought I knew about it and all the sort of fake news that you hear and things like that. So I've really, as the sort of weeks have gone on, I think I've taken a lot more time to sort of separate myself from that and really think about sort of well, what do I want it's sort of an interesting time in my life at the moment um whereby sort of finishing this master's and working out what my next steps are it's given me a lot of time to think about that and what I really want and especially being away from family and friends has made me realize maybe what I want to do next as much as maybe I want to or my next steps might actually I want to, I might want to reconnect with my friends a little bit whereas before I was thinking oh I could very easily move anywhere in the world or anywhere in the UK and, and be and be okay, which I could do. I know I could do it. But actually what I know now is I'd probably be happier if I could be with my friends and be with my family. And I genuinely don't think I would have made that realisation had lockdown not happened. Um, I'm definitely one of those people who works at like a million miles an hour. And so actually having to stop and really take stock took me a while to get used to. And I definitely am not used to it now either. I think for me, a lot of things that have helped me in sort of working out what I want and where my head's at have been things like um, sort of like guided meditations or body scan meditations, things like that, just to really sort of calm your mind. Because I think with so many things going on, it can, it can almost be quite overwhelming, which 
I guess it's probably um, similar to what you're saying about sort of having reading scripture every morning, just having something which sort of grounds you um, in, in my sense of like doing some sort of meditation, just really sort of, I think just resets you. And for me, where that probably would have been as I was commuting to work normally on the bus or something. But now my commute is literally a sidestep to my desk. So I need sort of some in between to sort of reset myself because otherwise every day just blends sort of into the next one, doesn't it? Thank you. I get that. I get that. That I think I think it's a really common like when we were working that we don't appreciate that commute as a time to like relax or gear up. And when you don't have it, it seems really strange and quite hard to transition from just being in a space where you relax than just being in a workspace and there's like no in between. But I, I and I and I think all of us like when when you guys were all discussing it, these kind of themes of reflection and like finding value in kind of routine and that space to ground yourself as well as like just thinking about connections you have and the relationships you have is like it's really interesting that that we we come from different faiths and we we have different values and we're coming from different places that those themes are kind of overarching and like this power of just stopping and never having really an opportunity and I, I don't know if you feel the same but sometimes as a young person you really do go 100 miles an hour because you've got you might have study, you might have work, you might be trying, like, friends are dotted all over the place. So it's it's been a really powerful time for that idea of just stopping and then thinking about what's really important. So thank you for sharing, guys. And I just think, just to take a second, just listening to all your stories has been really enriching for me. And I, I'm sure it will be for other people who are listening at a later date. And I was wondering, maybe we could just finish around thinking about the future and our hopes for post-lockdown freedom, which, although it's great to be stopping, I'm also looking forward to going outside and like connecting with people again. So I wondered, um, what's the first thing you guys are looking forward to doing when social distancing ends? Um, Maria, did you want to go first? The first thing I'm looking forward to is just getting out of my house. <laughs> I think I know everything about this house. I currently sort of um, house share with people and I just I'm really looking forward to going home maybe going on holiday I don't even I don't even want to go anywhere abroad I now I've realized sort of like what's important and it's just sort of being around my friends and my family so I don't I, I don't want to go abroad I'm happy just to sit in somebody's back garden and catch up with everybody but one thing I am really interested in seeing post lockdown is seeing whether all these sort of amazing acts of generosity and kindness and community spirit really continue because I think it really has reset a lot of things that I've witnessed in my sort of community I live in a really diverse area and I've seen people interact and help each other and even myself sort of like clapping on the doorstep at um eight o'clock on a Thursday I well I don't normally do it on a Thursday obviously because nobody else would be out there but I mean just sort of being able to meet neighbors and stuff like that is I think just all those different little opportunities I really hope that that's something that we sort of take forward um and I know a lot of people are saying that as well so I hope that maybe as we maybe start to wind down out of lockdown fingers crossed people start to think about how we can actually take that further as well because I think we could do an, an amazing amount of good of good has been done already and I think if we took that further it would just be absolutely phenomenal really. Ash what about you? Yeah I think for me um it's like meeting people meeting family, meeting friends. Um, I don't know if it'll be feasible actually to go back home because, you know, with restrictions, travel restrictions here and there, not entirely sure. But it would be really nice to see friends, 
I've been trying out loads of different recipes as well. So I'm really looking forward to having people home, hosting them for lunch or dinner. And one thing that I really miss the most, I think, is volunteering because that really gives me a chance to give back. And although there are different ways of volunteering now, I always enjoy doing it with people. And post lockdown, one thing I'm looking forward to is volunteering a lot more. There's so much more that we all can be doing. There's a lot more service that we can be doing to the community. So um, yeah, definitely looking to get involved with a lot more charities and service groups around Cheltenham and seeing in what way I can contribute. And also having so much time really makes you think about what you do with your time normally and where that time goes. So I'm going to be a lot more conscious with what activities I spend my time doing and really think about, you know, where I'm putting my energy. And Heather, did you want to close? Yeah, love that, Ash. I think that's so true, isn't it? That actually it's been such a time to be like, oh, wow, we have so... Because I think so often we say, oh, we have no time. But actually, when we then take everything out, we're like, oh, actually, there is quite a lot of time. And it's just about what we're prioritising, isn't it? Love that. For me, coming out of lockdown, I mean, all the obvious, giving people a hug, going out and seeing friends, doing all of that, having a haircut, like, quite looking forward to... um, sitting in a hairdresser's chair again and getting like all my split ends off because I don't trust anyone in my house to be doing that so I think yeah just all the simple things not queuing for a supermarket shop hallelujah cannot wait for that too so um does make you appreciate all those things doesn't it and I hope um like you said as well Maria that some of the good stuff that's been going on continues Thank you, Heather. Oh, well, thank you. I think that concludes all of our discussions. Like, you've all been so fab. And thank you again for chatting to me today and taking the time out just to, like, have these discussions. So I guess there's, like, only one thing to say, and that's just bring on... I've tried to collate everything people have said. Bring on the going home, seeing friends, sharing food, volunteering in the community, sharing that generosity and, like, reprioritizing that as well as like finally getting a haircut and maybe a bit of a hair dye um, and like no more queuing. Yes, I love it. Thank you so much, everyone. This podcast was brought to you by the Faith and Belief Forum. You can find us at faithbeliefforum.org and on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter.